girl. Hey. Hey, how you going? I am pretty good. I'm taking a wellness day today from work because who doesn't need a mental health day in 2020? <laughs> shout out to Kiwi companies where you get wellness days. Yeah, shout out to trendy tech companies that actually care about your well-being. <laughs> no, really, that was like probably the biggest shocker about joining Zero was they were like, oh yeah, whenever you just take like a wellness day. When people take wellness days here, people actually support people in taking wellness days, which I think is so unheard of. I love that. When I first moved here, one of the big campaigns I noticed was all these signs that said, are you okay? And at first I kind of made a joke about it because I didn't realize that it was a campaign for mental health. So I'd go up to people and be like, are you okay? Like, oh, well. Little little did those billboards know that they'd be so relevant right now. <laughs> it'd be so relevant. Yeah, fast forward six months. And here we are where everybody literally needs Is to be asking okay. everyone they come across, are you okay? Because we are unwell. Everybody's unwell. Exactly. Oh. Well, friends and family, thank you for tuning in again. We know it's been quite a ride of a year, but Nick and Nick are still going strong. They're still recording every week to keep everybody updated. And we don't really have anything specific we want to cover today. So I no, think, I, think is... we, I think we do. And you can tell by the tone of our little voices, which is, what the fuck do you do when you're in a rut? What do you which, do when you're in a rut? Because I'm looking so for so many. There are so many ruts right now, and they're just so frequent because of COVID. It used to be like, oh, you get in a rut like, every six months. And now it's like, no, you get in a rut like every other week, every other day. Who knows? Sometimes you can go into a rut within an hour of mm. your day being great. And that's just the wild ride that COVID's been for most of us. All it takes is one social media post to bring you down or one negative interaction you have with a customer at work to really just bring morale to an all-time low. Yep. So it's a constant challenge in the COVID-19 environment for us to find ways to get that motivation and that positivity back into our lives when, especially in Victoria, it feels like there's really no light at the end of this tunnel, which I know is grim, but I don't think people understand. We have some of the strictest laws in the world right now when it comes to our limitations on what we can do in the state. So we're just hoping that, you know, once September 13th rolls around, which is when we're out of stage four lockdown, do you remember that we'll be able to go for more than a one hour Very walk this night of September? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy seeing all of our friends back home just living the life. Like, how does that make you feel? Oh, man, let me tell you. <laughs> My like bestest, closest group of friends uh, back home is are all doing the annual houseboat trip. And I just looked at all of their stories and just got so so sad and the biggest FOMO where I was like I just can I just transport can I can I teleport there how does this work it's you're like can I get a permission slip to leave the country to go on this crazy boat trip to then come back you'll have to hotel quarantine hey Australian government I know this is typically something that you do when I don't know I know this or something. isn't a quote-unquote emergency in your Emergency, <laughs> but it is an emergency in my eyes. There are white claws being drinking without me, and we need to, <laughs> we need to change yeah. that. 
also we don't have white claws down here which is another reason why sometimes we're feeling a little low it's i will say though you know shout out to our sponsor four pines brewery here in brookvale (laughs) in sydney is um they actually as i'm folding their shirt that they gave me oh that's cute thank you four pines is one of my favorite breweries and they recently came out with a spiked seltzer water in direct attempt to mimic the white claws and so when we went there they caught on that we were american and they pretty much gave us special treatment they were like how does this rock up to the white white claw and we were like oh my god sir you've done such a great job branding everything is fantastic next you're going to try it when you come and visit absolutely Um, and he was actually the guy who was the final taste tester of them, which was really cool. He's like the guy who owns Four and Pies. He's like, yeah, yeah, I make these calls here. And I'm like, holy shit. You ever need, you know, an American Brand taste Brand ambassadors. Bud? I mean, you could totally pitch this to them and see what they think. Right? But so they do these promos and they, if you buy a case of beer and or seltzer, you get a free t-shirt with your case. And that was like a little promo deal that they were doing. And uh, you can't see the t-shirt, but you can hear what it says, but it says, there's a little UFO and there's a bogan Australian and an alien on it. And it says Australians. <laughs> that is hilarious. There's this giant taupe colored long sleeve. And I was like, oh, do you have that in a small? And they go, no, one size fits all. And I go, well, this is a large. And they go, only size we have. I was like, okay. <laughs> Wait, that's brilliant that it's one size fits all. Because right now everyone's just sitting at home in oversized clothing in their favorite sweatshirt or jumper, as they like to call jumper. it. And jumper, jumper. I was oh. actually telling you earlier, I was listening to the daily podcast, New York Times, and it was talking about how the fashion industry is dying, how all of these major department stores are filing for bankruptcy because nobody's buying high in fashion anymore. Everybody's going to athleisure. And if you're really fancy, you might just buy some oversized jumpers, sweaters, clothes that are too big because as the curve is flattening, <laughs> Maybe everyone's just fattening as well. Fattening and flattening. <laughs> flattening <laughs> flattening these abs and uh, flattening this ass. <laughs> I mean, that part I don't mind. Should we maybe talk about some of the positives of COVID? Like what we love about it? Yeah, can I just give my last shout out for COVID as you look at me wearing a bucket hat? <laughs> yes, please. Or not for COVID, for Four Pines. So there's this other deal that happens that there's this one specific beer that you have to buy. And if anybody knows me, I don't really drink beer. If I drink Bud Lights via peer pressure of my friend group, which you're every for White basic, Claws. You're every basic girl that quote unquote no. doesn't drink beer. I understand. Yeah, but I can put it back, but I just don't really like it. If I have the option to go between a White Claw or a beer, your girl's taking a White Claw. So <laughs> I buy this case right of seltzer and I'm like sweet we're ready to go and I'm like what's that bucket hat how do I get it and she's like oh that comes if you buy a case of pale ale and I go fuck how much is the pale ale she's like 45 I go sweet I'll take it I hate pale ale so I bought an entire (laughs) I walk out with two cases a t-shirt a bucket hat and I'm like fuck yeah (laughs) you should have just given her the 45 dollars and been like keep the beer i'm never gonna drink this seriously i should have i left it at somebody's house and was just like here and they're like do you want money for it i was like no it was was for the bucket hat (laughs) (laughs) so now i have this super cute bucket hat that i'm gonna put strings on and when i get really good at longboarding i'm gonna wear when i go longboarding i love that i also love repping apparel from bars so while we're on the topic so everybody knows that we're just degenerates (laughs) 
I'll share a quick story from when I was back in Denver, Colorado. And most summer nights were quite warm. Colorado is one of those places where we have, I think it's something like 300 days of sunshine a year. And in the summer, we actually get these crazy thunderstorms that will roll in out of nowhere through the Rocky Mountain towards the evening. So there will be nights where you'll kind of gamble, like, do I need to bring a jacket? Do I need to bring an extra layer? Nah, we'll be fine. It says there might be rain nah, in the forecast, right. but she'll be all right. So this one night, we went to an outdoor concert that was in Rhino, this trendy art district. And I'm pretty sure we saw the Cold War kids perform. And it was a super epic show. But towards the end of the concert, we could see these dark clouds rolling in. And all of a sudden, there was torrential downpour. To the point where the band had to stop playing because a lot of their equipment was getting wet. Even though they had a covered area, the rain was just flowing sideways. And it was coming in all sorts of directions. So they cut the concert early. So we all booked it to the bars, as you do. And I wasn't wearing a jacket because I'm the classic girl that said, nah, we'll be fine. We don't need a jacket. Run to the bars. I look like a wet dog. My hair is like drenched, slicked down to my face. My clothes are completely soaking wet. I'm wearing sandals. I'm the coldest I've ever been. And the bartender is wearing this oversized hot pink zip up sweater that had the bar's name on it. And of course, I can't remember the name of the bar, but... This guy gave me his sweatshirt because he was like, I think you need this more than me. I'm never going to wear this again. That's so sweet. So here's this hot pink random bar in Denver that I still have. I didn't take it with me to Melbourne because every ounce counts when you're packing your suitcase. But it's actually one of my favorite sweatshirts that I have back home. Dude, there's so many goodies that got left. Oh, too many. So many Mm. fallen soldiers back home. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely love the sweatshirt kind of look that we're repping these days. You still get to look cute when you go on your occasional date or hop on the ferry. To I don't like looking cute. Go over to cute. Sydney. The best thing about 2020 for me is when they're like, athleisure's in. I was like, I have been trying to make this pitch for my entire life. And now it's like, girls in Sydney wear really nice clothes all the time. And I'm like, oh man, good thing I left all of my nice clothes in. Melvin, I know I get to wear some of your nice clothes, except you are a solid foot taller than me. And I can't remember the last time I put real pants on, let alone a cute top. So don't do it. It's depressing. You're not missing out on those clothes too much. Don't worry. I might need you to send me stuff soon. Okay, well, we can definitely send you some stuff once spring rolls around because I moved all of my summer spring clothes to the garage beneath our house Mm. we have different definitions of spring because guess when spring starts here september one do you remember yeah i love living in opposite seasons because as we're sitting in quarantine in the cold in the rain of winter in victoria our friends are thriving overseas it's like there's no pandemic back in the U.S. It's mind-boggling to And what? <laughs> but now the weather will slowly warm up down here. We'll hopefully come out of hiding. We'll get to put our athleisure summer clothes on, most likely wearing masks. Victoria is probably going to be in a state of emergency for the next 18 months, which means we're not going home anytime soon. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have to hope that the warm weather will bring good news to us over here. Yeah, when do you guys actually get warm? Well, your definition of warm is much different than my definition of warm, but supposedly later this week, it's supposed to get to 19 degrees, which quick math, if you're going to calculate Celsius to Fahrenheit, I 
think that's around high 60s. Okay. So not too bad. But you're out there going surfing most mornings. I just bought a new board. Whoop, whoop. Tell us about your board. The board was on sale. One. Okay, expensive weekend for Nick. There's a free diving shop next to a surf shop. So I go to the free diving shop to exchange my mask. And I'm there. I'm having a good time. And I bought a weight belt. And I bought, like, some anti-fog and, like, a couple other bullshit things. And it was, like, more than I thought that I was going to spend. But it doesn't matter. And then I put those all in the car. And I'm with my friends. And we look over. <gasps> surfboard sale and we're like oh do we need to go in Mm, yeah yeah let's go in my friend who is with me she goes there's no way I'm buying anything but yeah let's just go in and check we go in finds out we know one of the guys working and we're like oh my god hey dude and so we start chatting to him next thing we know we're looking at these boards and we're like oh my god like I think I might be getting a board today and my other friend who was hard on no I'm not getting a board she goes I'm in she was the first one to break a like sales pitch and I was like Stop showing your hands. We almost had a deal. God damn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, oh, you showed interest too early. I was like, yeah, I guess we're in. We're getting bored. So her and I Wait, do you normally them. barter for surfboards? Is that a thing? If it was it was a sale and you could have, I could have been like, man, like two of us are considering buying a board. I'll buy a board if you, ch- like, you know, like. Can you cut your off. girl a deal? Yeah. Cut your girl a deal. I've, I've been, I've been here for about an hour now. Schmoozing up, listening to the salty dog spiel, which is the. You know, back in my day, kids used to ride, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, got it, dude. Um, Meanwhile, you'll pay $45 for a bucket hat. That's probably worth 12 Look, it doesn't mess. <laughs> Less than 12 You should feel this material. This thing is flimsy. But, yeah, so we walked away with matching boards. They're the cutest boards in the world. Love them. Obsessed. Great fuck-around board. Great deal. But since we bought them at the same time and they're the same exact ones, we decided to call them patty and selma which i don't know if any of you are simpson watchers but they're the two chain smoking twins of marge simpson the mom and they're like these like haggard haggard women who just their boobs are down to their knees they're just habitually smoking and complaining about everything and they have these hoarse voices and so we named our boards patty and selma and mine's patty (laughs) (laughs) but it's this beautiful board and we gave it the most egregious ugly name in the world which i love Oh, that's pretty cute. So naming yep. surfboards is a thing in Sydney? I don't know if it's, I don't know, but it just felt right because we were just talking about them so much. Like there are people that I felt that it needed a name. For sure. Yeah. It's like when people start to name their cars because they get emotionally attached. I think because I'm not the best driver, I never named my vehicles. <laughs> like the oh, slug bug God. I had growing up or the multi- multiple Subarus that have gone through my family. But um. Yeah, I love that you named your surfboard Patty. That's pretty Did you cute. name any of your skis or surfboards? I did not, but of course I did go through quite a few skis and snowboards living in Colorado. Those did not make the trip over here. What? I, I know so those two fallen soldiers are sitting back in Portland in my parents' basement. Super sad. I had to leave those behind. Catch and does. But I figured it'd be easier for me to fly back to the U.S. to go skiing because I would just be royally disappointed if I went skiing oh, yeah. in Victoria. The mountains here yeah. are just... Yeah, they're very mere. Most but people we did get snow. Will, yeah, well, most people will ski either in New Zealand and Queenstown or if they're bougie enough, they'll fly to Japan because for whatever reason... Did you say to the Japan? <laughs> they'll fly to <laughs> Japan. And the Japan. I think it's actually cheaper for people to ski in... Japan over Australia just because the prices in Australia are ridiculous for skiing for some reason. 
I think your dollar goes a little bit further too on enjoyment yeah. in Japan for skiing. Just because here I heard it's like the equivalent of skiing on the East Coast. Sorry, all of our East Coast listeners. Just a lot of rocky, dusty snow. You're not going to get the six feet of powder that we have back in Vail, Aspen, Colorado. I think I was so spoiled living in one of the best places to ski in the entire world. And I always feel like such a brat when people tell me, you should go skiing in Australia sometime. And I literally laugh and just say, you know, I came from some of the best ski resorts in the entire world. I don't think I can settle for Australian skiing. Yeah. Hence why I have it. Hence why you're a surfer girl. I should get into surfing, but you should. It's I don't so know. The fun. waves scare me. I tried surfing once. It's scary. I'm it's not, softer than snow. I'm not a surfer girl, but it's softer than I could snow. Try. And we're is not surfing softer, like. Is it softer than snow? If you hit those waves is. wrong, it's like going through the washing machine. Bro, we're not going at like a million miles an hour. Like the, it's not like wakeboarding fast. It's, <laughs> it's cruisy little things that are just like rolling in. You fall over. It's like oh. <laughs> we're not surfing waves that are holding us under for you know 45 seconds at a time it's like okay you're underwater for like 10 seconds i don't know i just watched maybe four seconds maybe four (laughs) seconds i got the shit beaten out of me yesterday and i was "Eh." and i like came up and i had sucked down so much water but i was still literally only under for maybe three seconds you'll be fine you'll be you'll be right well, I just watched Finding Nemo last night, and the scene where Nemo and Dory go on the EAC, the East Australian Current, yeah. they're going at Nor- like 100 miles per hour. Norway. Like, sweet, totally. Welcome to the EAC, dude. And they're talking like they're from Southern California, which they would never be it's able to swim from Southern California to the East Australian Current. Are you a turtle? <laughs> No, I actually say that whenever. So boogie boarding is a really big thing here. It makes the surfers really mad because boogie boarders will come in and like, wipe their wave and they just, they just hold on super tight to their board and they have fins. It's a sport out here. And so whenever I see the boogie boarders going on, they like go out in like really big days too. It's not three foot waves that they look for like proper overhead <laughs> stuff and they're like, yeah. And so they'll be jetting down these waves and they're just holding on and you just see them like shaking like and all I think of is finding Nemo when he's like, Righteous! it's like hold on tight no but does anyone use their surfboard as a boogie board yeah you do when you don't get up and you're like oh here we go yeah that'd be me because it's i love the land training that they have you do so i took one surf lesson where you have an hour of land training where they show you how to get up on your board on land and you're like yeah you might have a better pop-up than me (laughs) this is easy enough and then, yeah, trying to replicate that in the water. Slightly different story. But I'm willing to give it a try. You'll do it when, when you come visit. Yeah, if I'm ever allowed out of my freaking room. At this rate, I don't know when that's going to be. Oh, my gosh. I just remember July. I was like, guys, fuck it. Come on up. No. I had a week of opportunity, and I totally missed my chance. <laughs> uh, I need- mm. You did. And it, it would have been so sweet because then you would have been up here. And we would have been like, oh, whoops, let's get a two-bedroom. Oh, whoops. Am I moving to Sydney? Ooh, yeah. I mean, now so, that we're all working that 100% happened? remotely, does it really matter You're where I'm sales. working? You're also sales. You could be fine in the Sydney office. That is so true. We do have a beautiful office it's in Sydney. I was there back in November sales. when the bushfires were our biggest concern. It was so smoky in Sydney, mm. and you could barely see the Sydney Harbor because it was just obliterated with smoke. But now we have Man. the silent killer. Just go fish. It's, it's like me. oh smoke masks but then it's like germ masks and then california is like back to smoke masks and it's like oh uh, wait can you give me a quick update on 
what you're hearing from your friends in California about the wildfires? Um, well, things are fucked. But I guess they got a little bit of rain recently. I was talking to one of my friends in Santa Cruz. And I was like, have you been evacuated? And he's like, no, it's on the other side. But I guess they got a touch of rain, which was good. Yeah. But it's still not what you like to see. They've pretty much evacuated a lot of the Santa Cruz Mountains. My parents are actually housing some people. And then we have a barn. And the barn holds, don't quote me on this, but like 40 horses. And apparently it's Wait, completely you, full because of... You have 40 horses right now? No, 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 we don't. But I'm saying the barn holds 40 horses. Okay. And I guess the barn is completely full from all the evacuated horses from nearby farms. Oh. Which is crazy because at a time we only really have 10, 10 horses there, yeah. maybe like 15. And it's like a community barn. It's not my barn. That's really sweet, though, that you're taking all these extra farm animals at this time. Apparently, you're supposed to leave water outside your home so that the wild animals can find water. So they don't um, just like the die from dehydration. Yeah, just like in Australia during the bushfires, except people were feeding the koalas water in a bottle, which apparently drowns them because they can't intake yeah, water. Yeah, they drink water. Like a baby, they have to have it placed out for them so that they can just lick it, kind of like a dog. Yeah. And so that was the but they're, thing. But they're so thirsty that they would just be like trying to drink it as they the could, water. but then they just drown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it just feels like this whole wildfire 2020 situation has come full circle now that it's starting again mm. in the US. And I just have to believe that after the election, we can start to make some real change once we get this psychopath out of office. Because, I mean, there's obviously so many issues in the world right now with police brutality, with climate change, with COVID. And I think it's just opening everybody's eyes to how horrifying things can be when it's all administered under such a toxic and hurtful organization like the Trump administration. So everybody should vote in November. If they haven't thought about that already, make sure your address is updated. I recently double-checked that my absentee ballot would be updated in my new home in Turek. But yeah, I think that's really the only way for us to move forward is to get him out of office. I'm, I'm assuming nobody on our podcast disagrees with that statement. Hondo P. Hondo, Hondo P. I just find anybody I talk to now, like I've, I've been going on these random dates and it's at, at any point during the conversation, it's like, you can dance around that topic all you want, but it's going to pop up. And at the end, they're always like, so, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think here, man? <laughs> it's the best fetting out question. I remember no, when I was single just, like, in Denver. They love to talk like, about it. And yeah, it's like, yeah. They, they feel like they know more because they're speaking to an American about what's going on. And it's like, bro. I will say that's an one, article. I will say that's one thing that I struggle with when talking to Australians about U.S. politics is we're still the laughingstock of the world. And sometimes I just feel really frustrated when I'm trying to convey that Donald Trump lost the popular vote in 2016. He lost by, I think it was 3 million votes. And the majority of America hates him. When other countries try to talk to you about what's happening in the US and you know why the US is so fucked up, so to speak, it does start to get to you. The tables will be turned. We just have to be a little bit patient. And you're going to continue to go on fun dates so that I can live vicariously through you because all my other single friends in Melbourne are just hating life right now because this is so rough for single people. Like, yeah. Imagine trying to go on a first date in a mask 
when you're supposed to be quarantined at home 24 seven. Like, hey, like, do you, no. you want to make a, a quick run to the to the cafe, even though we're not supposed to go together? And then if we were to get stopped, we'd have to tell the police officer that this is my partner that I met like, we 20 just, minutes like, ago. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're dating now. This just moves people's <laughs> timelines up so much more. For people that are truly, truly single, that just have nobody in their pipeline, oh, I feel for you. Oh, do you? <laughs> hey, you can go to bars. You can go for walks. You can leave the house. You don't have to yeah. wear a mask. But it's still like, I don't know. It's still not the same as before. I do. I will say, I think, I think ISO dating really peaked when we were allowed to go out for an hour of exercise <laughs> and you had to wear your fucking athletic athleisure gear because A, athleisure gear hides nothing. So it's like, this is what we're working with. And it's like, and B, you don't have to put that much effort in. You just do like nice, messy bun, minimal makeup, maybe just cover up the zits and you're going to be comfy. <laughs> exactly. And then depending on how well That's the day goes, we you determine how far your walk is. So maybe it's not only that, or it's like, hour. do you want to get a drink another another time or something? Or like, <laughs> do you want to get a coffee? And you're like, yeah, sweet. And then you eventually make it to the stage of, do you want to come over for dinner? And then it's, yeah, but you still can't dress up. So you just go over for like Netflix and chill, <laughs> hold the chill. And you're just like, thanks, man. <laughs> and then you're standing at home waiting for that text. And you're like, oh, they're probably just really busy with other things going on. Other Netflix and chill dates. <laughs> <laughs> when really people have more time on their hands than ever before. Well, that's probably what boys think now. They're like, oh, she's probably like hanging out with a bunch of other boys. And it's like, no, I'm actually just <laughs> sitting at home with my retainers and my face masks on. <laughs> I'm actually so the old. most alone. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think there is hope for us. I'm sure by September 13th, we'll have some good news from Dan. At least that's what I have to believe in order to get through the next few weeks. I think we're officially halfway through our stage four lockdown over here. So he's been doing such a good job. I know. I sh- I have I'm to really believe that he's you. gonna he's gonna give us some sort of treat for, for being good. <laughs> realize I haven't watered it in a hundred years. That's why I can't be trusted with plants. Because it's not talking to me every day, I forget about them, so they end up dying, and then it's more work than just having the garden outside that waters and that's why stock every day, so you don't forget about me and I don't die. There you go. That's what you have to do. You water your plants, we water each other. <laughs> Ooh, can I tell you a word I learned today? Yeah. Bloshy. Bloshy? Bloshy. What's bloshy? It's of a person or attitude deliberately combative or uncooperative. So you're being really bo- bloshy if you My boss used it. My boss used it incorrectly, but it still had a point because it was talking about somebody who's direct. But bloshy, how fun is that word? Bloshy. Yeah, someone who's not compliant. I feel like I'm bloshy every single day when I go to the shops more than once. <laughs> when I think of bloshy, I also think of like, you know, that blob fish that had that meme going around for a while. And it's like, what is this thing? It's so ugly. You remember that? Yeah. The blobfish. Blocky uh, the blobfish. There's this other TikTok video that's going around of this little girl with a backpack on. She's probably two years old. And she's just waddling around the house saying, I hate this house. I hate this house. I hate this house. And that's basically me right now. <laughs> wait I did see this one recently which was super cute I think I sent it to you and it's this little kid on a scooter and he's following all of the older boys at the skate park 
and they land tricks and he goes nice one and he doesn't even know he's like this little kid on a scooter like a razor scooter like not doing anything at the skate park except just following the really good kids around and they land and he goes nice <laughs> yeah nice one. And you just tell giving him positive reinforcement <laughs> i was like where's my little razor kid <laughs> I would love to have a razor kid every time you wake up. Nice one. You got up to nice go for one. a run. Nice one. You didn't have the whole Cadbury I'll be your, I'll be your razor kid. Okay. That'll be our new thing. We'll just make sure that we're giving each other positive reinforcement at the most random of times. <laughs> Ooh, we could cap this episode off with how to respond to Nick's hinge dates. Oh, let's do that. Give us the latest. Mm. There's nothing really that exciting in the crew, but I, in the queue. Oh, I think last time we talked about the person who sent that really long, inquisitive Oh, like, like it was a formal job application. Yeah, and I responded back um, with, like, a formal response. And I actually never added him on Instagram and just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And he hinge messaged me and was like, he was like, hello, Nicolette. Management has gotten back about your expression of interest to the above matter. We are here, <laughs> we here at blank name and co would like to go ahead with your application but it seems your your ig is failing to respond if you could resolve the said issue promptly (laughs) then we can move forward to the next phase of the application much appreciated enjoy the rest of your week regard his name director of mission director of co (laughs) that is so savage he's like you didn't respond to me on instagram so we're gonna have to address that one before we can proceed I also got one today of this guy who sent me a message in September 8th or August 8th. And then he messaged me and he goes, not much of a talker, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> Wait, that's so good. He's like, I'll shoot my shot. I haven't heard anything in a while. You're not much of a talker, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, sir. <laughs> And then this other guy, this is, he lived up, he lived upstairs. Yeah. And we like, I invited him to one of our parties. I went to his party, but then he just like disappeared. But I was, oh man, I really thought we, uh, really thought we hit it off there, kiddo. You know, and then I was like, nothing happened, whatever, gone with the wind. Find him on Hinge. And I was like a little buzzed. And I was like, shoot your shot. Right. And yep. his thing said, let's make sure we are on the same page about we met in a bar. And I put, Asterix elevator because we met in our elevator and I was like shoot your shot kid this could be really awkward if you ever see him in the elevator again I was like oh <laughs> and then he was like I moved out and I was like oh thank god I was like but it was like I don't know 10 days later that he responded to that I was like all right you're done oh that's great but it's just funny when you send kind of a interesting text like that and then you're just wait because manly's so small you tell me all the time there's so guys that you run into either at the bottle shop or on the beach, just on your runs, and it's always at the worst times. Mm. So you never know yep. if you're gonna see them in between the message. Like, if they hadn't responded, do you just put your mask on and kind of like hide and turn around? I say you just make dead fucking eye contact and just go. <laughs> because so actually, my friend said it so well the other day. There's this the it's called the promenade and it's out front. And you just walk up and down the beach. Everybody who lives in Manly probably walks it at least twice a day. Anybody who's it's, anybody. Anybody who's anyone is seen on the promenade. No, but seriously, it, it's right next to the beachfront. And it's like, everybody wakes up, runs it, walks it, whatever, or does it at their lunch or does it after work. You live here, your, your feet are going to be on that pathway at least once in a yep. day. And my friend compared it to like the hallways of high school. And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Because you're just like, 
oh my god see you today like looking everybody up and down sometimes you'll wear sunglasses just like but then you like you're like do I need to hide from somebody like I couldn't imagine if this was like full-blown like bar life you know like if we were here in our early 20s like you're like oh who would I see it on the promenade like Ooh. so it's like kind of like girls dress up for like their 7 a.m promenade walk and I'm just like oh no no but this is what I like to call see and be seen when you just kind of leave the house <laughs> with no intention of really meeting up with anybody in particular but you know that the odds of bumping into xyz could potentially happen so you definitely want to see and be seen but of course the one day you decide you know what I'm a strong independent woman I don't care what I look like (laughs) and you try and do that whole like you know Beyonce vibe but like hold the Beyonce look you run into the person you don't want to run into and you're like sweet (laughs) the one time you leave the house without like brushing your teeth or brushing your Mm. hair you're like oh it's just like a quick trip to the shops (laughs) nope (laughs) runs into everyone (laughs) oh cool (laughs) okay well I will let you go with your cute little pigtail braids and your mustard sweater feeling those Sydney manly vibes meanwhile I'm the epitome of the girl with the 10 days of no washed hair messy bun still rubbing the Patagonia but I did just do all my laundry so I do have my life together still. We're just, um, yeah, still trying to find every silver lining that we can. That makes one of us. <laughs> it's like minimal. It's like I'm so not back to the real world that I still can't seem to get my administrative life together. It's like when will we ever get the life admin perfectly under control? If Never, COVID... because we were raised in the American school system and we don't know how to do our fucking taxes. <laughs> That's, oh, God, that's a whole other tangent that we could go on. Just Wait, before I leave in our, meeting, in our meeting today, I was, like, we were talking about some something, 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 doesn't matter. But one of the topics was, like, oh, like, it, we were talking about um, how it's easier to have, like, meetings with people now because everybody's just unprofessional via Zoom calls because you're, like, oh, I've got kids, I've got this going on, I've got whatever going on. It's just and a much more our, human approach than before. Yeah. And somebody goes, yeah, like, even, like, it's weird. Like, sometimes I feel okay eating during, like, a, a meeting. And I was like, wait, you guys don't eat during meetings? And they were like, what? And I go, they go, no, that'd be weird. And I go, um. <laughs> I go, so, I go, so how many of you were able to eat in your high school classes growing up? And they were like, everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, we would never eat in our high school or college classes. That was so taboo to eat in, like, college or high school, apparently. And I go, Hmm. Wait, we definitely like, never ate in our high school or college classes. Okay, I don't know what kind of fucking weird <laughs> I don't know what like, op- operation you're living in. Operation in you guys were going to. But like people would, like rock up in class with like bagels and like whatever. And so I was like, so I'm comfortable eating, but none of you are comfortable eating. I was like, okay. You're like, I've I was been like, so comfortable. I was like, so is that disrespectful? Should I stop eating during meetings? <laughs> I was like, oh. You're like mid-bite. <laughs> I'm like eating an orange on the meeting. I'm like, yeah, guys, sounds great. All right, I'll <laughs> take that back. You know, circle back EOW about the initiatives on that one report. It's like, no. <laughs> I think eating in a meeting is the least of anybody's worries. It's, right, like, it's more kids. like the kids that are like screaming in the background that Jeez, becomes a problem. Well, girp girps. I'm like, can you take that thing elsewhere? Can you please get rid of whatever that is in the background? 
<laughs> I, I did hop on a, on a call today and some guy was like, I mean, we're doing good. We don't have kids. And I'm like, man, free. She's like one of the other like 25 year olds at the company. He's like, man, how good is not having kids right now? I was like, oh man. I was like, not that my uterus was itching, but like, yeah, it's definitely never. I was like, birth control has gone even further. <laughs> Another great silver lining to end this cast. We're so lucky we don't have newborn babies right now. Yeah, right. Here's to all of our younger listeners. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go. Oh my gosh, I miss you. I love you. And yeah, I miss you too. Uh, I can't wait to be reunited. But until next time, can't wait to spring you out of Victoria. Can't wait to be and catapulted can... out of here. Come here. <laughs> okay. Well, until next time, team. Thanks for listening to the Gab session. <laughs> Please come again next week. We do love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.